to help him win in November. That is not true. Trump is a deal maker. And he explains this. He sat down with Newsmax last night. Here's what he had to say. Well, it's hard to believe because I think it probably would mean the end of their career. This is a, a Democrat trap. It's a trap for Republicans that would be so stupid, so foolish to sign a bill like this. This bill can't be signed. And it's not only that, it's massive amounts of money going out of town, as we say, going out of town, billions and billions and billions of dollars. And uh, it's so bad on the border. I've never seen anything like it. Actually, it's one of the worst, one of the dumbest bills I've ever seen. I think it's. Mm -hmm. It is one of the dumbest bills. And what they would do by rubber stamping this quote unquote bipartisan bill would give them the opportunity. It would be an off ramp. It would be the golden parachute for the Democratic Party, which is a party of open borders. So he's smarter than them. Unfortunately, we have a lot of wish-washy Republicans. I wouldn't even call them Republicans that are, well, okay with that and putting Joe Biden, not Trump, back in office. We'd love to hear from you guys. 901-260-5926. Our number again, 901-260-5926. We are going to open up the phone line because the mainstream media and leftists across the country will be attacking Toby Keith. And we are doing that, obviously. He was a patriot. It's interesting. I was talking to Todd. Did you know this? You probably did because you guys listen to the national show from 11 to 2. Keith's hit song, American Ride, has been the theme song for the Todd Starnes show since its inception. So we'll talk to Todd about that as well. 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the morning show. Glad to have you guys on the program. We have something really exciting to tell you guys about. You guys know, of course, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. And we have partnered up with a couple different incredible businesses here across the Mid-South to for the guys out there that may be in the doghouse, this is your this is your sure way out of it. But if you're not in the doghouse, I don't care. If you show up empty-handed on the 14th of February, It's over for you for at least a week. So what we've done is partnered with a couple different businesses. We've had some of them on the show. We're getting ready to have another one of these businesses on the show at 7.50 this morning. That would be Spa Cogerville. Think of that for the lady in your life. So if you are our third caller, all right, this is how it's going to work. And I'll give you the instructions in one second. You are entered into a drawing where you will get selected to win a dozen flowers over at Pew's. Think of the red, red, vibrant roses. The daffodils. I don't know what the ladies like. Get the red roses. Digital's candies. A $100 gift certificate at Spa Collierville. Or a $50 gift card from the Nutrition Bar in East Memphis. Have you guys been over there? My boss right now is there grabbing a smoothie. He said, do you want the Mango Mama? I said, absolutely, I want the Mango Mama. So all of that to say, this is the pack that you want. Now, you're not going to get all four of those prizes. You're going to be selected in this big drawing that we're going to have on Monday. That would be next week. And you will be selected, if you are the lucky winner, to win one of these prizes. Again, from Dinchtels, Pew's Flowers, the spot over in Collierville, spot Collierville, or a $50 gift card from the Nutrition Bar. So stand by for instructions at the end of the segment for your name to be thrown in that drawing. So our mayor has 
I guess, decided in his comms department that every Monday of the month, he's going to be sitting down with Fox 13. I don't really have an issue with that. We want to hear from our mayor, and they have been great with us as well. I think we have a good relationship with Penelope. That is the comms director under the new Paul Young administration. So he sits down with Fox, and the first question out of their mouths is, how on earth did you not arrest anybody that shut down commerce for two hours on Saturday? And here's what he had to tell them. I want you to take a listen here and cut number 22. So anytime that our access to Memphis hospitals or Excuse is, me, 21. That's it was shut down for a couple of hours. Yeah. No one was arrested and people are asking why. We know you're not in law enforcement. What are your thoughts on that? Was that the right thing? Yeah, well, well, our goal was to make sure that there were no injury, injuries, that uh, traffic got back flowing. Uh, I want to commend uh, MPD, uh, the state highway patrol from both Arkansas and uh, Tennessee, Shelby County uh, Sheriff's Department, all worked together to ensure that everybody got off the bridge safely. And uh, the biggest thing for us was safety, and uh, we achieved it. So his top priority was public safety. And they did not want any injuries. And I want to ask him a very simple question. And I wish the anchors over at Fox 13 would have pushed back on that. What injuries are we talking about? Are we talking about the injuries of the pro-Hamas supporters on the bridge? Is that why you don't want to put them in cuffs and in the back of the car? Or the thousands and thousands of people that were left stranded on the interstate for hours? In Cut 22, you'll hear from an Arkansas EMS spokesperson. They had to get uber creative. They actually had to almost implement a boat because they could not with the helicopters because of the rain that was in the area Saturday, if you recall, it was super gloomy outside. Get the helicopter off the landing pad and go over and pick up a woman who is having an emergency on the interstate. Cut 22. So anytime that... Our access to Memphis hospitals is inhibited, and that creates a significant risk to the community health because our local hospitals don't have critical care. Hudson Hollum is the director of the Crittenden County EMS and said thankfully because of the issues with the bridges in the past, they do have a plan in place. We immediately implemented our emergency action plans for limited access across the river. Hollum said the timing was tough because right when the bridge was blocked, there was a spike in calls. And with the forecast Saturday changing once the sun went down, they were almost not able to get the helicopter in the air. It's a factor that everyone else was not really probably thinking of, but there was rain and weather moving in, which restricts flight capability of air transport services. So we, at that point, would have to consider transporting further into the state or we do have a last resort option to utilize a boat to get across the river if we need to. In Saturday's case, there was one person who had a medical emergency in the traffic jam, and Holmes said they were forced to get creative by landing a helicopter in a truck way station. It's just a scenario you don't plan for that you may land a helicopter a half a mile from the bridge and one mile from the hospital. You just have to think. This is insane. So they were almost going to have to deploy a boat to go across the Mississippi from Arkansas into Memphis to help this woman who was having an emergency on the middle of the interstate during this pro-Hamas protest. And they knew, again, these pro-Hamas supporters, what they were doing. I was watching some audio. They went Facebook Live during this march up the bridge. 
And I want you to take a listen to this because you'll hear one of the activists say, we've got legal bills ready to go. We've got the legal team on standby. We've got bail already money if we are arrested. And then throws the entire police department under the bus. Take a listen. Cut 14. While we turn around, we finally did it. We got the bridge. Every other state has been doing shutting down bridges while we're walking back. We've got it. We've got it covered. We've got bail. We've got legal aid at all. Every other state. Yes. All right. We did it, y'all. MVP shut down the f***ing Memphis, Arkansas bridge, y'all. First time since 2016. Everyone tell CJ, let her know. We got, you got played. Y'all didn't think MVP had it in us, did you? We will cost this city $20 million. They're disgusting. But really, what is even more disgusting is the fact that our mayor, Paul Young, and police chief catered to this small group of activists. And believe me, they're no friends of you guys. As you just said, we had to bleep it out because they were calling the police chief, CJ Davis, very, very nasty things. The priorities of this administration really concern me, and we've tried to be patient. But on that note, let's go to break. Caller number three. If you are caller number three, you are going to get your name thrown in a drawing to win a dozen roses of Pew's flowers or Dinstro's candies, or you could be the recipient of a $100 gift card at Spa Collierville. And then, as I just said, a $50 gift card from the Nutrition Bar in East Memphis. You be caller number three, and we'll get you connected in that drawing for next week. 901-260-5926. Our number again, 901-260-5926. More on the other side with one of the great radio broadcasters in the country. It'd be Mary Walter of the Mary Walter Podcast. She joins the show up next. I just had a pleasant encounter with my boss, station owner Todd Starnes, who just gifted me multiple, multiple liquids from the Nutrition Bar, which has partnered up with us for Valentine's Day. One of the gifts you could win a $50 gift card over at the Nutrition Bar if you are one of our lucky callers. We'll explain how that works in one second. I'm holding in my hand the, the Mango Mama. This looks like a shake. And then in my other hand, I have collagen water. It's only 20 calories. I like that. Collagen is good for your skin. They tell me anyhow. Wow. This is exciting. So let's go to our phone lines real quick before we get to Mary. Mary Walter on standby. Dana was our third caller. Dana, good morning. Welcome to the morning show. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Ben? Thank you. I've got to ask, are you in love this Valentine's Day, Dana, or are you still searching? Still searching. So does it count if girls like me without one of them, their boyfriend or husband thingies, do something nice to ourselves for Valentine's Day? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, <laughs> we're going to put you on hold. They've got your information, which is good. And we'll let Mary Walter, host of the Mary Walter podcast, answer for Dana. Mary, welcome to the morning show. You heard the question. Can a woman... Okay. So she she has not found love yet, uh-huh, but can uh-huh. she still celebrate the 14th of February and maybe get one of these prizes like I just threw out 
and hmm. give it to herself. I think that's well, fine. I think that that's totally fine. And you go, girl. You do you. That's fine. Why not celebrate yourself? I you think know, that's wonderful. What's interesting, I pulled this headline real quick, um, and it was an op-ed, and it the, the, this was a feminist author, and she said, Valentine's Day, what is a feminist to do? And she goes on to write, for years, I wasn't quite sure what to do with the fact that I do like Valentine's Day. So she poses the question to her readers, are feminists allowed to like it? And she goes on to write, it's not hard to see why Valentine's Day is problematic for many feminists. Celebrated traditionally, Valentine's Day magnifies many of the very systems of domination that we work to critique and dismantle. Take a second. Can I just say that getting up in the morning is problematic for many feminists? (laughs) Everything in life is problematic for many feminists. (laughs) The the white liberal women are the most miserable creatures on the face of the planet. Nobody wants to be around them. That's why they travel in gaggles. Yes. Um, That's why, like, the view makes everyone miserable. And and I'm dumber at the end of it because it's like hanging out with a group of liberal women. So, of course, they have a problem with Valentine's Day because they're single and miserable because they hate men. And now they're, and many of them, and I'm sure you've seen the videos making the rounds on X mm-hmm. that they, they post them they post them on TikTok which I'm not part of but they wander over to X making fun of them is they're suddenly realizing well nobody wants to date me I don't, I don't like any of these men like they want they yeah. want a masculine man but they want a masculine man who won't vote for Trump like they want a masculine man who's a liberal democrat soy boy it doesn't work <laughs> that way you can't have yeah, you both. Can't have what both they ways. want doesn't exist. And and so now they're getting older and they're starting to realize, oh, this plan isn't coming together. Yes, of course the plan isn't coming together because you're an idiot. Yeah. So I'm not well, surprised that they hate Valentine's Day. Well, to be, to be fair, Valentine's Day is for single people, right? Single people and people just dating. Maybe first couple of years of marriage. That's about it. Once you've been down, you know, like once you've been in a relationship and you're grinding along for like 10 years, Valentine's Day is like, oh, happy Valentine's Day. And that that's it. Like, it's not a thing. Here's what I'm noticing with a lot of my single girlfriends out there. They want to date a guy that would be pulled right out of the 1950s, right? He is opening the door. He's yes. picking up the bill, but they don't want to act like they're in the 1950s. Exactly. AKA, they don't want to do any chores, which is whatever, fine, but don't expect him to act like he's right in the 1960s because you don't want to cook. That's controversial. Well, well, see, and you don't even have th- to cook. Go ahead. Okay, so here's the thing. So my husband opens the door for me every time, everywhere we go, mm-hmm. always opens the door for me. But in exchange, and listen, he also cooks dinner. So tonight when I have my podcast, 7.15 Eastern Time, Mary Walter Radio on YouTube. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice plug. Well done. You're an expert. Um, but, but so when I have my podcast tonight, he, even though he's working all day, he's going to make dinner. Right. So last night, I so every Monday I have a TV hit on Newsmax between four thirty and five o'clock on the Chris Salcedo show. <laughs> um, so he makes dinner on Monday nights, yeah. but then I clean up. So it's 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 a it's a give and take. If you want him to act like a gentleman, you have to act like a lady. That doesn't necessarily mean that all the laundry is on you. That doesn't necessarily mean that all the grocery shopping and all of the, the making of dinner is on you. Because women today are now working. Women in the nineteen fifties weren't working. Opening a door takes. What, 10 seconds? 10 seconds. Making a dinner requires going to the grocery store. You got to prepare the food. You got to make the food. Doing that, you know, seven days a week is a little bit of a different commitment. 
So I think you can navigate it. You can get what you want, but you have to be willing to give and take. And some people are not willing to do that. They want yeah. just want to take. Oh, well, I'm glad we talked about that because it's come up in my conversations with my friends. So let's lay that to rest and let's talk some politics. Okay, so there was some new polling that came out that spells bad news for the Biden administration. It's pretty unbelievable. CBS did it, or NBC, excuse me. It's showing right now Trump's largest lead over Biden, and they've been doing these polls since 2020. And back in 2020, Biden was up over 20%. The biggest there was that Trump was a threat to democracy. All of that has changed. And you're looking right now, 73% of Americans say the U.S. is on the wrong track. Up 17 with whites. Trump winning now with Hispanics. Also, it looks like he's making massive inroads with black voters as well. And I saw you tweet this out, and I thought it was important to share. This is how the black community is responding to a Trump v. Biden matchup. Cut one. If President Trump came here to the South Bronx, would you attend the rally? Of course. I would want to meet Trump. I want to shake his hand. He's the only president that I see that can ever make America great again. He's capable of doing that. I would love to go to a rally with Donald Trump come. Because I'm a big Donald Trump supporter. And I will support him 100%. Oh, yeah, definitely we're going to show him love. We're going to show him a lot of love. And, you know, like they do in other states. We definitely need to see Trump here. There's nothing but love for Donald Trump here in the South Bronx, the North Bronx, the East Bronx, and the West Bronx. So, you tell we me... Want, we want Trump to come back. Please, bro. Biden, get out of here, bro. All right, let me jump in here. So, in that NBC it's polling... so the Bronx. That's he, hilarious. He was up <laughs> in the category of crime. Crime is destroying the black community, and there's yeah. clearly one solution to many of these voters. Yeah, well, yeah, here's the thing. This, the, the reason, when, when you talk about the whole poll, right, this is why you're seeing the comments and the main and the state-run media now pivoting to well they're going to try to they're going to hang the border and the crime associated with the border on republicans cuz they don't want this quote unquote border bill right mm-hmm. so that's why this is happening now this is why suddenly the democrats are like wait there there's a border oh and there's a there's a crisis at the border why didn't anyone tell us let's, well you want to fix it so right. let's fix it and they give us this crummy bill right mm-hmm. there's this horrific bill which someone just um just sent to me this morning let me see here uh, sent this to me on x so the bill here's what it says aliens described in subsection blah 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 from non-contiguous countries shall not be included in calculating the sum of aliens encountered so what that says buried deep into this bill when they talk about the 5,000 encounters that's only mexicans and um from non-continuous countries, yeah, Mexicans and Canadians will be counted. Everybody else is not counted in that five thousand. Insane. That is absolutely insane. So is the end for purposes of paragraph two. The secretary shall not activate the border emergency authority during the first calendar year after the effective date for more than two hundred and seventy calendar days. So during the first year that this bill is signed into law, you can't activate it. Like there, there can't be an, a quote unquote emergency activated. So it's literally just their their golden parachute, right? To it's save just them in November, stay the same, yeah. right? To try, to, right? To try because what they know that this is a crummy bill, and they know that Republic they're they're gonna they can use the state run media to paint Republicans as being against this, and they don't want to fix the border. When it, and the and the media is gonna lie to us about what's in it, and then these Republicans. I've met James Langford before. I am 
Mary, I am shocked. He was the last guy I expected this from. Maybe I shouldn't be. Really? Nah. I'm, All right. So I am kind of shocked. I've never met him, so you know, you have, I haven't. Judging from what I see on the telly, um, <laughs> seems a little bit of a soy boy. Just saying. Okay. Okay. Can, it just can, comes across that way to me. Doesn't come across as the tough. You know, doesn't come across as a no. You know, like a Toby Keith. You know what I mean? Rest in peace. You know. So sad. So sad. Right. Can we talk about that real quick? The left's yes, reaction to the passing of this country music star again shows the state of our country. It more than anything shows how much they don't really hate Toby Keith. They hate America, and he was emblematic of that. So here's the thing. I went and I looked a little bit, took a little bit of gander, walk around the uh, the, the uh, news pages, and a lot of them talked about his con- the controversy because there was controversy with the song um, brought to you courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, and that was because, um, uh, what's his name, didn't like it, didn't want to play, uh, Jennings, didn't want to play at the, um, they had some kind of show for it, I, I vaguely remember it, and so they, they, he didn't want to play because it, it was deemed too violent, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. But I will say that pretty much even CNN, which I'm looking at right now, uh, talks about how he performed hundreds of shows for U.S. service members abroad, and as well as events for Donald Trump, Barack Obama, George Bush. He sometimes gifted wounded veterans with wheelchairs at his concerts. Self-described third-generation Democrat uh, claimed it, told CNN in 2010 that his supportive service members had nothing to do with politics. Wow. He said there's not one single thing political about supporting the troops. No. Now, did some say he was overtly uh, political? Yes, but. I got to tell you, I didn't read into it as much trashing of him as I thought I was going to see. Hmm, that's interesting. At least that was now. my take on it. You know, yeah. HuffPo just said he died. You know, they put the post up from his family. Um, they just said he had stomach cancer. Put the, and then they put um, a, a video of him playing for the troops. Huh. All right. Kay. With it. You, so I got to give him a pass on that one. Okay, good. Um, so real quick, Mary, because we're running out of time. You mentioned your show tonight on YouTube. Get her? Yes. My YouTube, boss. Is it true that my boss is dropping by your show? Yes, I'm so excited. So I love to have guests who are political and then sometimes put them in non-political topics, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I've, that that to me is always a lot of fun. We'll get we'll get a little bit of politics out of Todd, but uh, he's got a new book coming out. We're going to talk about that. There is so much more to Todd than there than politics. So we're going to find out a little bit about who is Todd Starnes tonight. So it's a it super airs. fun format. It's it so is. fun. Grace I've watched Baker it. was with me. Grace was with me. We'll have to get you on. Can Grace I? Was, can I send you over questions to ask Todd? You know him absolutely. longer than I. Absolutely. But I know him in a different capacity as one of his employed. So I so think great. That's fine. I, I'm going to text you. I'm going to live tweet you during this broadcast, okay? Okay, that's fine. Or you can just leave them on the screen. Anybody can ask questions. Anybody can send questions. If you're watching live on YouTube or Getter, you can participate by typing in questions and comments. And then we put them up on the screen. I love and it. And then he gets to, he gets to answer them. The audio is also available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify afterwards. You just search for Mary Walter Radio on Getter, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and it's six fifteen your time, seven fifteen my time. And just a quick thing here, I know we're running out of time, so I'm talking really fast. Grace texted me and says her husband cooks dinner on Mondays too and she cleans up. She says I cook most of the time, but he is designated chores. He's in charge of so. Thank you. All right, everyone. Go check out Mary's stuff. You can follow her on X, Mary Walter Radio. Mary, thank you. thanks for dropping by. We'll-